Hello again and welcome. This is Brian. And this is John. And thank you for once again tuning in to The Big Balance. You're listening to The Big Balance, the podcast for anybody looking for clear, simple advice they can actually apply. Give us a little of your time each week and we'll help you figure out work, life, and everything in between. So this is going to be a pretty short episode today, and we're just going to go really right into the topic. What led us to today's episode is something that Jeff Bezos had said in an interview. And it's not even a recent interview. It's actually from 2018. But for whatever reason, it just hit my news feed. So here we are. It's trending now because I saw it through my newsfeed as well, and, it, and there was a, an article that was republished referencing and quoting this interview, so n- no harm, no foul, Brian. Are we really that hard up for sound bites from Jeff Bezos, though? I feel like between 2018 and now, he's said things. Why, why, why is this article hitting the, the news now? Because it's extremely topical and pertinent. It's topical for us, at least, definitely. I think it's topical for everybody. So uh, I'll get into it. This is an interview with the CEO of Business Insider. He and Bezos covered really a number of topics from his ambition to the role of his family, obviously the success of Amazon. But towards the end of the interview, they very briefly touch on the concept of work-life balance, obviously why we're talking about it here. And essentially, the term is a, and I'll quote him, debilitating phrase. And before we keep going, uh, for anybody who hasn't read this article or doesn't remember back to 2018, I just want to read through the exact quote. This is going to sound great because I I always sound so natural and dynamic uh, when I'm reading off a page. So it's probably not going to sound great (laughs) as I do this. This work-life harmony thing is what I try to teach young employees and actually have senior executives at Amazon, too. But especially the people coming in, I get asked about work-life balance all the time, and my view is that's a debilitating phrase because it implies there's a strict trade-off. And the reality is, if I'm happy at home, I come into the office with tremendous energy. If I'm happy at work, I come home with tremendous energy. It's actually a circle. It's not a balance. And I think it's worth everybody paying attention to it. Now, I have a, a number of personal issue. Who am I to to contradict Jeff Bezos, I guess, but I have a couple issues with, I guess, the way he worded it. Uh, John, I don't know what your impressions are. Well, for one, to answer the question, who are you to comment on this? You're Brian, the podcast host. That's who you are. (laughs) But I am... We've had like 12 12 downloads or or something now. We're big time, I think. Big time, big time. Hello, 12 of you out there, hopefully still listening. (laughs) I don't want to sound over dramatic here, but I just think his take is so tone deaf. This is, and I don't want to spoil anything, this is coming off the heels of him just going on a nice family vacation because he can, right? So for him to say that it's a harmony, it's a balance, he's afforded that privilege. So I have no qualms with you taking offense to this this comment. And what John's referencing there, right before this point in the interview, Bezos was talking about how, I want to say it was his wife, but the family just took a vacation and they went to, I think it was Iceland or or I forget where, somewhere they stayed in like a a ritzy uh, ice hotel and did all of these things that I just flat out point blank couldn't really afford. 
And my thinking is, how are you going to talk to, I'm going to say the bulk of Americans out there who, if they said to their boss, hey, you know, I'm just going to take a week off to go on, on this trip for my spouse's birthday probably not going to fly. And if you're in an environment where you can do that, great. But I, I think a large number of people really can't. At the end of the day, there's a large number of people who they don't even know what their shift and work schedule is going to be the next week. How, how can you even plan for that kind of impromptu thing when you don't even know what days you're going to be allowed to work and make money? I stress planning a vacation six months out. So to be able to just take a trip on a whim for a whole week, I've taken day trips. I've taken little weekend trips. But for a whole week and just say, forget work. Sorry if I sound a little emotional this episode because <laughs> I would love to do that. And spoiler for the future, I guess hook for the future, uh, taking vacation days is something none of us do enough of. And that is going to be an episode coming up that John and I talk about. So definitely stay tuned for that later on. Look at that little plug I just gave ourselves there. For, Love it. For the 12 people who are listening. If those 12 people are still listening, boy, are you in for a treat later. <laughs> Leave us a comment. Leave us a note. Let us know you're there. <laughs> if, if every one of those 12 people left us a comment, that would be great. It would turn into 14 people who are listening to us now, <laughs> just based on the algorithm. It's just me whoring for comments, I guess. That's that's my life right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's a bit, to your point, to use your phrase, tone deaf, the big thing for me Bezos and people in his position of power, in his position of running companies, they're the people that really get to set the rules, and sometimes they're the people that the rules don't apply to. So I feel like it's a, a bit of a cheap take when you're the guy coming up with the rules of the game to just make a judgment call for everybody actually playing it. You're the dungeon master. You're the game master who is suddenly imposing a rule that puts all of the other players at a disadvantage but it doesn't apply to you. Right. That's how. That's my read on it. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about playing Dungeons & Dragons to actually comment on that, but I'm going to go with what you just said is true. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> if any of those 12 listeners play Dungeons & Dragons, please correct us on that if we use those terms nope. wrong. Yeah. But speaking of terms, this is what I really wanted to talk about today because I clearly Bezos is keying in on the term balance here. And that's, I think, where the bulk of my grievance actually is. Because I feel like the word balance and work-life balance actually is an important bit of parlance. When you think about what you have going on in your day-to-day, -day, we our time really is a zero-sum game, right? For anybody who doesn't know that term, if two things are competing and one of them gain something that means a loss for the other. That's a zero-sum game. When you think about the 24 hours in a day, a couple things are true. One, we're limited. We only have those 24, and hopefully at least eight of those are spent sleeping. Again, if you're not, we have an episode coming up in the future that talks about the importance of this. And two, humans are generally bad at multitasking, even when it is an option. And Honestly, it's not always an option to do. So as an example, I have two eyes and one set of hands to type on a keyboard and watch a monitor. If I'm working, that's what I'm doing. I don't really have much time to multitask and help manage and, and work with my family on any internal tasks that we're doing. It's I'm either working or I'm not. So what that essentially means is we all have a choice to make in this zero-sum game. With the given hours I have in my day... Do I spend it working and making money or do I spend it with my wife and my kid? 
But when I say choice, I mean that really, really loosely. People in Bezos' position, they're the ones that have a choice. He has more money than God, and I think we can all agree, him taking a day off is not going to be financially painful. It's not going to hurt him. But what about those really low-wage families that have a genuine concern about money? If they can't afford to lose out on a day's wage, there's really no choice here. They may want to spend time with their kids. Of course they do. Mm -hmm. But those kids also need to be fed and clothed and basic needs have to come first. So what choice do they really have in this? I don't see much of one. When Bezos calls it a, a circle, I really think that's more of a misnomer or a red herring. Call it a bullfrog for all I care. It's still a balancing act. Somebody is making the decision to take time away from one aspect of my being or one aspect of my person and focus on something else. So in that scenario that you just described, that single mother who needs to spend time working as opposed to spending time with their family, they don't have the opportunity or really the privilege to make that decision because they need to earn for their family to continue surviving. For Bezos to make the claim that it's it's harmony, it, it, to me it just harkens to the Amazon concept, <laughs> the the workplace, uh, what are they called? Despair boxes. Despair right? closets, yeah. Despair closets, right, And, and if anybody hasn't heard of those, John, describe what that is in, in all of its glory, please. It's a room where you can go and nobody hears you scream. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's a room that... Uh, that Bezos is encouraging his workers, specifically, I guess, his factory it, workers. You're using the term "room." You're giving it a lot more. It's, it's uh, yeah, a it's a tiny it's little. A it's basically a porta potty without a toilet in it. Really, <laughs> yes, to where you can go and watch mindfulness videos to help center your person to to achieve that chi. And again, it's it's a tone deaf response to real complaints from real people. Yeah, one of those complaints is I don't have a bathroom to go to. <laughs> I have to, to pee it. in a <laughs> bottle. Yeah, sorry, I stole your thunder there. But. It's fine because if I'm making the decision between working on my, my mental health and working on relieving my bladder, I think that's going to be an easy decision for me to make 100% of the time. Right. It's just, it's tone deaf. It's, to me, in this in this instance, I have no sympathy or no added respect to somebody who has billions upon billions of dollars telling me it's a harmony. If I do well at work, I'm going to come home happier. Pish posh. Say that to the person who works an overnight and then has to pick up another shift just to afford something this week that they couldn't last. I don't, I don't want to hear it, Bezos. And to be very clear, I am by no means coming down on Jeff Bezos or Amazon or the success of either. And I'm certainly buying things from Amazon. I certainly have Amazon products in my house. I don't. Think I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, I, I don't. Hypocrite. I don't view that as a hypocritical thing. I think you can recognize the the importance that Amazon plays, but also recognize that that success does not in any way mitigate negative things about the company or or things he says. So really, I I think again, not coming down on Bezos, but if I had to come up with one complaint about this interview, it's that. To remove the concept of balance from the parlance here is to assume that everybody has this level of freedom Bezos has from the consequences of that choice that they make. And it's just not true. You're absolutely right. And call it semantics, whatever. That balancing act is very important to me because most of the time, I don't know if I'm finding harmony from my work and my personal life unless I'm making the concerted effort to find that harmony. 
if I were to continue just living according to my schedule the way it is right now without making any additional efforts to find that value in the the things that I'm doing, I'm not going to find that organically on its own. I have to search for that. So to say it's harmony, I, I think that takes away from how much effort there is involved in finding that balance. I think you're hitting on something there, and, and I don't know if this is kind of what you're saying or if I'm maybe elaborating on a bit, but what I like about the term balance is it represents hopefully a conscious choice that we're making or at least something that's happening that we're aware of. To think about this just as a you know virtuous or otherwise cycle is kind of just being passive about what happens within that cycle, and maybe that's not the intent, but if you're going into work, knowing that eventually I'll go home, knowing I'll eventually go back into work, the cycle we're all in, nobody's really fighting for your personal time in that cycle, right? Your boss is fighting for the time you work. Your company is fighting for the time you work, and they have a pretty big carrot and a pretty big stick. Work, work hard, work long, and you get a paycheck. Don't work, and you get a pink slip. There's no paycheck or pink slip working on your own projects or the life part of the work-life balance and chalking this whole thing up to just this cycle that keeps happening and, oh, you're happy in one, you're happy in the other. A, I don't think that's necessarily true. And B, if there's only pressure pushing on the one side, that side is going to weigh down more heavily and we're going to give up part of our time, so consciously or not, to working more than we maybe should and maybe disregarding more than we should our, our home life. And that's, again, part of the reason... We even wanted to do this podcast in the first place. Yeah. Last night when I'm filling up my car on the gas stations, they have the short little adverts that they're showing you there. And I saw one for Amazon. Really what this you know advertisement that I saw was just highlighting the benefits and, and the reasons why you should work for Amazon. One of which was the freedom to do what you want to do. So whether Bezos has changed his stance on this concept or not, they know what they're marketing towards when they're trying to recruit folks and they're trying to hire. I think we all are aware of the you know, worker shortage right now. They're clearly trying to market and advertise themselves towards those types of people who are looking for being able to do what they want to do because of the freedoms that their shifts give them or the money that they're earning gives them. So there's an important point to be made here. Amazon is still trying to market and advertise themselves to people in their recruitment efforts to people looking for balance in their lives. So whether you want to call it balance, harmony, or a circle, we're all still looking for the same thing at the end of the day. Well, let me ask, and, and this is something I don't know, and I don't know if, if you've ever heard anything along these lines, but clearly we've all heard about, read about, seen stories of what it's like working for Amazon's warehouses or fulfillment centers. What I don't, and, and I wonder if part of this also, uh, the disconnect with what Bezos said in this interview is, it sounds like he's talking more on the white collar side. Mm. Have you ever heard anything about what it's like working in Amazon corporate? I never really have. I'm Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. I've never heard anybody talk about the corporate side. I actually had a friend who worked on the in a fulfillment center. 
and he didn't have bad things to say about it. He he was happy there for the most part. But that yeah, that's a good point. I've never heard actually. I've never had an experience with somebody who worked in the corporate side. Yeah. So I mean, maybe in defense of that statement that was made, maybe Amazon corporate, maybe on the white collar side, there is a bit more of a reimagining of work life balance. You know, you hear about Google and other tech companies are really strong in making work a fun place to be and also a personally productive place to be, things like uh, dry cleaning, etc. Actually, our company, John, I don't know if you were even here for this. We used to do uh, dry cleaning at the company. Did we really? Yeah, we did. I don't know why that stopped. That was a, a good program. My old company did too. You would go and leave it in the closet in the front office and you know a drive-through service would come through and pick it up for you. Yeah, we had, we had a, a co-worker who... I think never actually washed a shirt on his own because getting a dry clean through the company was just so affordable that he's like, I don't want to spend the time. So, hey, to each their own. But uh, I, that's work life balance, right? That's there. work life balance. Yeah, <laughs> spending money to, to have time so you can have more time to make money. You know, it's a, a good cycle go. in that regard, I guess. But <laughs> it's I, a circle. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a circle. Uh, but I do wonder maybe Amazon is a better culture. Again, though, that being said, for any one person who works in an organization with a really good work-life culture, many, many people don't. Again, we talked about the working mother who might not know that far in advance what days or shifts they're going to be scheduled when they really need a paycheck. They can't afford to miss those shifts. We know plenty of people out there don't get a lot of vacation time, plug for future episode. And have to preserve them in case they have a sudden illness or injury. I know personally with my daughter, I try to save up vacation days uh, in case she does any daredevil type stunts because she does love jumping off of things and getting injured. You know, I, I need to keep vacation days if she needs to go to the doctor or, God forbid, the hospital. And there's a lot of places out there. I think we're heading more towards a work-from-home environment that's a bit more lax. But there's plenty of places that still have a really rigid 9-to-5 butts-in-seats policy. If you say, hey, I'm going to head out at 3 today for whatever task I have, your boss laughs at you and says, no, you're not. Uh, you're, you're working or you're pink slipped. Again, hopefully that's not that many. And hopefully anybody listening to this podcast, this is a foreign concept to you. And if it is... I'm happy for you. It's it's not a, a concept I have to live with, thankfully, or John, but I'm not deaf to the people that do live in those circumstances. And for those people, this advice is, is kind of falling on deaf ears to say work-life balance is a, a misnomer. I know that some companies have instituted unlimited PTO, full-time work-from-home opportunities as a result of the pandemic and everything it's taught us in the last 16 or so months, right? So... I'd be curious to see, you know, generally the happiness level of folks working for those types of companies. Are they actually taking their time off, plug for future episode, <laughs> and how much are they enjoying or getting the full benefit of unlimited PTO and things like that? So maybe plug for future episode. That is something worth exploring. I, I love that we get on kicks of things that we think are funny, like this plug for... <laughs> Everybody out there listening is like, oh, God, drop it. It wasn't funny the first time. It's not funny now. Just keep going. If you haven't picked up on that sense of humor from both of us, uh, plug for future episode. Uh, listen to more episodes. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm, I'm having a good time. Hopefully anybody else will see That's all that too. matters. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. joining us. <laughs> I forgot what you had actually ended up saying. What were we talking Me about? Too. <laughs>
I think we're good. I think at that point, uh, oh, just unlimited PTO, folks oh, taking right. time off, things like that. Oh my god, I peaked a couple times here too, so I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think here's the thing with unlimited PTO. I think there is a good implementation and a bad one, and the difference isn't about what's written in corporate policy. Not a future episode as of right now, at least on the books, but something that I, I would love to talk about, the concept of culture in an office. I forget where I heard this, but it, it rang so true and I never really forgot it. Culture is not something that is written in corporate policy or in an employee handbook. Corporate culture is what you see being lived out in the organization on a day-to-day basis. So if the lowest level employee is not comfortable with something, that thing being quote unquote, I'm not going to say quote unquote, because you say that and I hate when you say that. Uh, uh, guess what? That, you just said it. <laughs> yeah, That thing being, so to speak, verboten, that's your actual corporate culture right there. Not written in a handbook, but it's lived. The reason I think it's important to, to make that distinction, if you have a policy of unlimited vacation days, but your managerial team harasses and harangues people for actually taking those days, you don't have an unlimited vacation policy. You really don't. People that aren't comfortable taking those days might as well not have vacation at all at that point. At least if you have a set number of days, you can say, hey, I'm given these days. I actually earned them. I'm going to use them. And not enough of us even do that. So, yeah, I, I think there's uh, even our company. We used to have a uh, unlimited vacation days policy, and it worked real well because we had an understanding that it's not about time spent sitting in your seat. It's about your work output. And any company out there who recognizes that and says, you have this many tasks to do, you get those done, you've achieved your goal, go ahead and take time off. Yeah, that policy is great, but it doesn't happen naturally. It has to be something that upper management really considers and and tries to drive from a policy and culture perspective. I think you really hit the nail on the head when you say that culture is more lived than written in policy. For me, there's that personal guilt I feel when I'm taking time off sometimes, and that's that's really a negative I, I I advise against it 100% do not have that train of thought don't feel guilty about taking time off that you've rightfully earned and if your company is going to advertise or institute a policy of unlimited PTO if you give me that freedom to take the time off and I really do feel supported and that you encourage me to take time off if I need it you're going to get so much more out of me too I mean even me and, and I guess this is Again, sounding bad for me, but John and I both work for the same boss, and our boss has actually told me, hey, you're terrible about taking vacation time. When are you putting days in? I got to appreciate the fact that she recognizes that and kind of embarrassed that I haven't actually acted on it. I will say this right now, that our boss over the past 16 months has done a pretty good job checking in on our mental health, I guess, if you will, our kind of our psyche. I will commend her for that. And and that sounds I, like... I don't know if she does it for herself, though. I, I think she's <laughs> uh, stuck in the same Bezos-esque. I, f- I feel like I say Bezos-esque like I'm saying Kafka-esque. <laughs> uh, Bezos slash Kafka-esque cycle where it's, 
you know, she's. I I would be shocked if she's not working minimum twelve hours a day. She was on PTO this week. That's good. And she logged on this morning. I saw. That's it. bad. Okay. I saw it. I saw it. So, uh, not to put you on blast there, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, on, she's one of the better. 12, I swear, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, all right, well, there it goes, there's my job, I guess I'm fired. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's I, I'm glad she recognizes the need in us, but I don't think she recognizes the need in herself, and still bad. If we've been emotional this episode, you know why. This is something that is very, very important to us and we're passionate about it hence why we've made this podcast i do feel like i'm getting a bit heated and peaking a bit more than i normally would uh on this mic i I, I peaked so many times i peaked so many times on this mic and i never do that but yeah i feel like it's there's there's not a lot of topics that i would get necessarily heated about but when i start feeling like i'm banging my head against a wall even thinking about something that's when I get a bit heated about it. And I, I feel like this, the fact that anybody would think that work life, not even that work life balance isn't that important, but that it's actually detrimental thinking as a phrase. Or, or what's, the, what's the word that he used? I already forgot. Debilitating. Debilitating phrase. I, I feel like that's banging ahead against the wall at that point. It's, that's not the direction we should be going right now. I We need to value the time we have. And valuing that time means considering what we do with that time. And yes, I'm sorry, that is the concept of a balance. It's, I only have so many hours, what am I doing with them? What's important to me? If any of these 12 listeners out there work for Amazon and would like to put um, Jeff in touch with us, he can be a friend of the pod. I'm totally down <laughs> for that. We can even do debate. I will take this whole episode back and be like, I agree with Jeff Bezos 100% if he ever came on here. I, I, I swear. I'm saying right now, I'll do like I'll do it Crossfire style, and I, I will debate him for this. But if he wants to come on the pod, yeah, you can be a friend of the pod. I'm cool with that. I, come I, on. Uh, come I'm on. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a pause and say if Jeff Bezos ever came to me and said I want to debate you I would just crap my pants and pass out I'd do so. it and I'd make myself look like a fool I, I would look like a fool in public Are you kidding me uh, viral and notoriety uh, fame I'll take it I'll capitalize on that and guess what this pod will be number like three when you search the Big Balance <laughs> on Spotify. <laughs> what 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 position are we right now? Like, are we even on any kind of numbered chart? Um, We're not going to talk about that. Talk about it later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later for the Patreon supporters, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have a Patreon yet. <laughs> well, I think that about does it for me, John. Any any closing thoughts or statements on your end? Nothing for me. I know I am losing my hair, probably because of the stress I put myself under, uh, getting worked up over concepts like this, but. Uh, as a final thought from me, I will admit that Jeff Bezos' head does look very smooth and clean in a lot of the images I've seen. So if when I am shaving my head, I'm that smooth and clean, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take a page out of Jeff Bezos' book for that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. We're planning on doing briefly, but it seems to be standard length of the Big Balance podcast. Thank you all and uh, appreciate your time today. This is what happens when we get worked up on topics. It's no. good. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good time. I, I do love the idea of thinking about you losing hair, bringing you one step closer to Bezos' hood. If it brings me that one step closer to that billion dollar mark, I'll, I'll shave my head right now. Every hair of billion dollars. <laughs> I love it.
Thanks for listening to the Big Balance Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and drop us a comment while you're there. Until next time.